The Unsigned Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. I'm joined again by Lizzie Romaine, and that's not working. There it is. <laughs> How you doing? You alright? Yeah, it's hot, isn't it? Oh mate, do you know what I did? <laughs> I almost didn't want to mention it, but we have to because we've got to because if we're sweating we're and we're looking sweating. ugly today, then that is why. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, well, I had to take a different train, didn't I? Because the train that had AC on decided not to be working today. So then I had to go on the two underground trains, which were just sweaty what? central. Oh, so was it central line? Central northern, oh just the God. worst. And I was watching my pulse and Fitbit going up to 100. They're just thinking, yeah, this is dehydration Dedicated happening cause, right here. Mate. Dedicated to the interviews. Oh, my God. Glad That's to like, be here, though. You know what? Like, I... So... It's been horrible today and I've literally been working from home in my pants all day <laughs> right? because it's just been, it's been horrible. Hats off to anyone who's had to be outside today oh. because it's just been horrific. Like hottest day ever recorded. We're not going to go on about it too much, but like Lizzie says, it's a bit of a disclaimer in case we're melting later because we're in a basement in Archway and it's Kim roasting. Um, so yeah, so hats off to anyone who like we've got, so what my day job is working in construction, like project managing and like, Every now and again, I'd like text like guys to be like, look, the lads are all right because it's really hot. And they're like, yeah, now nah, they're all right. They're staying hydrated. And I was like, yeah, but mate, like, I found it hard enough walking to the garage to go and get a few <laughs> bits out of there. And it was like, let alone doing sort of like really hard manual labor on a hottest day of the year ever. I find it hard enough going to the gym. And I went from my place down the road into the gym and then back out again. And my partner's working today. So he's on t uh, film, film and TV sets, yeah. literally lugging around rickshaws, which are just big, heavy, <clears throat> horrible things. And I spoke to him at lunchtime and he said that four people already had gone off with heat stroke. I'm not surprised. And I was just like, why are they still recording? Why don't they just end the day there and send everyone home? Isn't a rickshaw like a, a bike thing? Oh, I don't know what it is in film and TV. Something else. Is it like a rickshaw? Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, they call it like a butt in Italy. Like a... <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what it is in it's film the, and TV. It's the, equivalent, it's the equivalent, you know, when you see the guys riding around on the bikes and you've got like a trailer on the back in central London. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's the equivalent of that in my head. I'm guessing it's that, but it's got a camera on it somewhere. Oh, okay, fine. Something like that. Fair but, enough. I mean, my job today was keeping the cats cold. So I was running around after them, spritzing them with a spray. But they love that. Oh, they hated it. They thought <laughs> they were being punished, but I was like, look, I'm doing it for your own good. Like, yeah. I'm trying to cool you down right here. So. I tried doing that with our dog because Shah, Shah was at home for most of the day. I was working from home but um yeah the dog bless her she's like one minute she'll be up then she'll go and lay outside and like lay in the hallway sort of thing then she'll come back in and it's just like we've got a cool mat for her so i was hoping that she'd just chill out on there oh they don't bit. sit on that we've got a cool mat as well for our cats as well they don't sit on that they just look at it and go no why she sat on it for a there? bit but then she then <laughs> called down enough that she bought a toy over i was like bugger off i'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. joking on you. <laughs> that's what they do we put the cold towels on the cats and then they're like right playtime yeah, it's, it's like mad. no 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 <laughs> no too hot. far too hot <laughs> but anyway hopefully everyone's been safe everyone's been good um this will be going out obviously on friday and monday publicly so yeah you'll be over it by then you'll be cold it'd been raining thunderstorms apparently coming so <laughs> do you know what i mean this will be old news by then but like we said disclaimer at the beginning how's your week been otherwise we haven't seen each other for a couple of weeks what have you been up to what have i been up to uh yeah just getting ready getting ready for holiday really yeah where are you so going? Going Hawaii. Whoa. I know. I feel like the jealousy vibes. I've literally saved up all year for it, though. So it's not like... It's hotter in London. <laughs> it's just true. <laughs> it is. It's hotter in London. Been saving up for it. Saving yeah. up for it. So it's just one of them big sort of... Like don't, bucket list. Don't have kids holidays. Do yeah. it now. You know, otherwise don't do it. Or whatever. So. You know, uh, seriously, there are... So 
when me and Charlotte had our kids, we had them quite early on. So we didn't get the opportunity to necessarily go and do what you're doing. And I think that, you know, when if you have the opportunity to go and do that sort of stuff, 100% go mm-hmm. and do that. Because, like, there's certain places in the world that I'd love to go. I'd love to go to, like, Asia and I'd really like to go. I'd like to really go to, like, Vietnam and Cambodia and places like that. Can't really take my two young kids there. Mm-hmm. So it'd just be too much. So it, it's one of those things I wish I had done before i had kids yeah but you'll do it later you'll do it when yeah, they, once the, they've yeah, grown up exactly. and flown the nest then you'll do it then yeah so you'll still do it it'll just be on a different time yeah, no, scale thing yeah yeah no i wish i did a bit more traveling when i was younger sort of thing but mm. it just yeah whatever i went to america for a, a few weeks <laughs> <laughs> was it like camp america or? no it weren't it was so me and my sister went out there because we both had a bit of money in that uh, saved up and we thought you know what we're gonna go to america for a few weeks we knew a few people out there and stuff and we made it about three or four weeks argued and came home so it was <laughs> oh no <laughs> we argued. were young we were young How really. old? she was uh i was 21 and she was 19 okay young, really. yeah 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 i love america though yeah no, some great artists from america as well yeah trying to squish them into the shows we've had the thing is right so we've obviously been chatting about so what we've got going on as people know by now is that although we are part of islington radio very proud to be we've also got our own station that started up for playing emerging artists 24 7 which is future hits and uh, we've got a few presenters who have been on the podcast uh, also presenting their own shows on that. So we've had a conversation, a few voice notes back and forth in regards to what, what can we have on the station. Mm-hmm. And essentially, if you're an emerging independent or unsigned artist, you can be on the station. You just got to go to our website, futurehits.co.uk, submit your track. You can actually select what uh, show you want to be on as well. So you've got your shows on there. Abby's, mine, whoever, everyone else's. Um, and then you can submit your track. And as long as you're an emerging artist, then we'll play you. Mm. Uh, so you asked me, do they have to be from the UK? And they don't necessarily have to be. It's a case of there's different artists that we've had who were originally from, I don't know, like Germany, and then they've come over and then they've got tracks. I'm like, well, yeah, we'll play it. Any any tracks that come over and I think, yeah, do you know what? Like, it's a, it's a great track. I'll, we'll play it. Yeah. On my unsigned show, like, obviously, on Future Hits is a bit more open, which is a conversation that we all had as a group about trying to make it a little bit more sort of accessible for people who may be on very small labels, independent labels, but are still emerging, mm. right? Which was, I think it was you and Grace that were yeah. <laughs> saying that. Um, but it is for me, on my show, it's always been unsigned. That's been the whole point of it. So I can't play signed people on that, but on the station we can because it's a little bit more broad. But I've had people um, send me tracks for unsigned that I've played on Islington, Extra, Radio Chumpsford, Radio Southend when that was still going. Um, I've played people from Hong Kong, um, from America, from like wherever, from Sydney in Australia. Like where if you're submitting tracks to us, first of all, thank you very much. And secondly, if they if I think they do well over, I play them. This is it. Because also they might be based in America now. But next year they might be in London or even next month they might be in London or yeah, they so might do a big tour in London and stay here for six months. You know, it's, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like region. It's quite nice to have the different regions be involved, especially for my show as well, because I have mm. the audio idents come in for that. And 
it's nice to hear all the different accents. And yeah. also, if you're asking one question, or, or I usually ask five questions to my artists, it's quite nice hearing the different answers. Like mm. someone in Georgia is going to be answering a question differently to someone that lives in Leeds or yeah. in Spain or whatever. And they've all got like different life experiences. And I think that's what I love bringing into my show as well is that kind of realistic kind of quite humanist sort of touch yeah um yeah i think it's definitely a different angle isn't it and i think that if it's a bit more broad and the more people can be involved with it it's only going to be a better thing but obviously the whole the whole tagline for future hits is emerging uk artists (laughs) so we're obviously (laughs) going to be 99 percent or 95 percent or whatever of people from the uk submitting tracks but it's not necessarily exclusive. Like if you're from outside the UK and you're submitting tracks to us, you're taking the time out of your day to submit tracks to us and trusting us with your music. If we feel like it would do well over it, we'll play it. You know, we're not, what's the word? Don't know. Send us your tracks, we'll probably play them. <laughs> UKist. <laughs> yeah, nationalist. No, I was trying to think of the right <laughs> word. We're not going to prej- be a, like prejudice against, I can't even say that word, but do you know what I mean? We're not going to. Prejudice. Yeah, we're not going to do that against people that aren't from the UK because we'll be just shutting off a load of like great artists. So what's the point in doing that? So anyway, yeah, so we've got that going. Um, podcast last week, uh, we had Pieces, which is Paul Jones. Um, if you watched last week, thank you very much. So quite a good response. Um, we talked quite a lot about mental health and his experience with addiction. Um, and it was quite nice because like, we, we had Aisha co-presenting and she's uh, been doing quite a lot of mental health stuff as well. She's going through her own experiences. So it was quite nice for us to sort of all have that. It was probably a bit deeper than a few of the ones we've had before, but it was it was quite nice. I think it's nice for people to sort of connect with us on that level because mm. it shows the, like, you know, the real side of everyone, really, I think. Levels you. Yeah, for sure. We're all human. Yeah, exactly. So that was quite nice. But other than that, not that you've asked, but I haven't really done a lot other than that. <laughs> I was going to ask. I was going to wait until you stopped talking, <laughs> but you don't stop talking. So I was like, Where is the, look- where's the opening? There's no opening for me to... <laughs> <laughs> I look at you and I'm like... questioning. I'm like, you get it? No, I can't carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you just carry on anyway. So there's never any gaps. So no, do you know what? You, right? feel, you feel the silence very well. Thanks. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Podcast. I uh, I went well last week, actually. I had um, a couple of days off work. I weren't feeling too great. Was it and COVID? I, it wasn't, but I thought it was. So, uh, obviously, I mean, uh, you've had a hat trick of times. Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. I've, I've had it three times. Yeah. I definitely didn't give it to you the oh, last no, 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 time no, no, because no, no. I was I way saying, clear by then. Just in case no, you thought you were going to say that I, I gave you COVID. No, no, no. I was no, definitely no. clear by no, then. I wasn't saying that. What I was... <laughs> so, basically, I had it in January. Right, so it was a while ago that I had it, and when I had it, it completely knocked me out. Like I just felt like I had a cold and stuff and all that, but it just knocked me out. And uh, and then last few days, I'm sort of I feel better today, but like from even on last week's podcast, I felt rough and I tested and I was negative and I thought, oh, we'll just crack on and we'll do it. And then like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday just went downhill, and I just felt exactly the same as I did when I had it when I had COVID. Felt exactly the same. And I still, I still feel knackered now, and I think it's still a bit of a knock-on effect from that. But I don't know if that affects us that long down the line or what. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just been a bit of a, felt a bit shit, really. It's not very nice, is it? Not well, really. At least it went away for the hot weather, though. No, it didn't. Oh, it I literally hasn't. No. So oh. I've had this cold, right? <laughs> I've had this cold since then. And then I was texting, I can't remember who it was. It was someone from the station, like from our station the other day. And I was like, oh, I've got a cold. And they're like, have you got cold in this weather? I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> it's like, it's sod's law, isn't it? Absolutely. Feeling run down. Law. You're doing too much. 
I have, I'm you, not... you are quite busy. I mean, congratulations. You have done quite a lot recently to set up the whole Future yeah, Hits. No, it's, and it, yeah. it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and it's, and it's been good and I'm glad it's up and running and it's nice to hear other people's shows on there. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously my show, uh, I'm a bit sick of listening to my show sometimes because <laughs> it's just listening to myself talk. When I listen to myself talk, I mean, don't always tune in. He loves in. himself talking. <coughs> That's why he talks all the time. The don't listen is, to him. <laughs> what I'm saying is nice to have a bit of variety because <laughs> if I'm, do, I've been doing my, I've been doing radio for a couple of years, right? And when it's my unsigned show, when it was just like me doing a, a three o'clock till six o'clock stint on a local station, I wasn't necessarily tuning in all the time or I wasn't really like listening back to what I'd done to check it and all that. Whereas on the unsigned stuff, I always want to make sure it sounds pretty good and double check things. And do you know what I mean? I put a lot of time and effort into it. So it's quite nice to hear something on like our station where it's new shows. And I know your show has been going quite a while on Hayes and stuff. And I've tuned into a few here and there, but it's quite nice that it's like, I don't know, it's part of our thing. And it, and that's quite cool. And then Rob and Ollie, they say it was, it was actually Rob and Jack this week. Rob and Ollie, Ollie will be back next week. Um, but Abby's show, obviously we're sort of missing it a little bit now, but I, I've had listened to it. So yeah, it's quite nice having a bit of bit of something different. Yeah, and it's nice as well because you get to choose who you bring on. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the joy. It's your vision. It's your dream. It's it's delightful that you've wanted me to be included. Even oh. you know, no, no, no. Honestly, it's lovely. It's great when someone listens to your work. And you know, I, I mean, I'm not a singer songwriter, but the way that I conduct my show, the way I choose my artists, even this week I've been listening back because I'm going to Hawaii. I've had to go back through the list of my previous Hay shows, positive mm. new music releases, and then compile them into a package for future hits. And it's been really nice going back and listening to all the shows that I've done. Um, all this side of Christmas, all 2022 ones. Mm. But it's lovely going back and listening back. And I'm like, I love that artist. I, you know, completely forgot about them yeah. accidentally because there's so many that are coming in all the time. And then you go, oh, I wonder if they've released anything new. So then you go on their profile and then you go, they have. And then you can add it to your next review list. And it's yeah. lovely to sort of go back and listen to it all. But you know, you do have a sense of pride over your shows. And, mm. you know, you do very much pick the artists that you want to be on there um yeah, yeah. so no, it is it is, it is, nice. it is lovely i did think right the other day because every literally when i've been doing unsigned what my usual sort of premise is for it if when it's been going out on islington extra south end and chelmsford it's always been a case what i've done is i've gone every week i've had brand new tracks come in every week i've had brand new tracks come in and i, I probably play 14 15 maybe 16 tracks depending on duration of the music yeah and i always have about 14 15 tracks and um but when it comes to there is like what you were saying about like going back to previous tracks you haven't heard in quite a while, I have thought sometimes going, I'm playing probably playing every week ten new tracks and then probably playing four from the previous week or whatever. So you've got a bit of a carryover. So if someone's been on the show and I'm like, oh, I really like that track, I'll play that again next week. Um, you know, I, I do that. I do that <clears throat> most weeks, but I never really then go back to ones that I played six months ago. Mm. Or three months ago. That's it. They get lost. They go they into this bit. ether of just like lost world tracks. Mm. And it, yeah, it's weird. And it's really yeah. annoying in a way. I kind of kick myself and I'm like, but I love that track. But I guess the thing is when you're always reviewing new music, there's always new stuff yeah, coming exactly. in. Your brain is always full of new tracks. And I mean, it's good to carry on supporting that particular artist. But yeah, their amazing old tracks get sort of lost until you go and see a gig of theirs. And you go, oh, well, yeah. Do you know where they are now? 
software all on future hits yeah they are so if you've up, if you've uploaded music to us in the last six months seven months however long i've been doing unsigned your tracks will be on the future hits rotation so you can go to the website futurehits.co.uk or you can ask your alexa to enable the future hit skill and you can listen to yourself on there we've got a rotation we've got our a list that goes out every monday uh, we've got a track of the week that also goes out every monday and then basically anything else that's been uploaded and played on my show then is added to like a B and a C list and they're just on rotation. Uh, it's a bit random on the rotation every now and again, but what we try and do is get as many tracks up as we possibly can. But yeah, if you've uploaded music in the past, you're on rotation. The only thing that we that I have done on a couple where people have been signed to big labels, I've then taken them off. You've removed them. I have, yeah. You meanie. Because they've been signed to like... They've made it. Sony, yeah. <laughs> they've made like, it. It's like, right. They don't need... I'm not, they, don't, like, they don't need my help anymore. They don't. It's true. It is nice. It's, if it's they're signed to like a little independent label, you've tra- you've you've developed this idea, right? Yeah. So if someone's signed to a little independent label in Essex or London or whatever, it isn't fair to not play their music, right? So I've had I've had a band, right, and I'll name them because they're coming on here at some point. San Quentin, right? They're from Essex. Mm-hmm. Know mm-hmm. them quite well. Seen them play quite a few times, and they're actually playing at Hotbox with the Lucettas on the fourth of August in Chelmsford. Um, so there's a plug for you. But they... Uh, I think they've been on mine as well, haven't they? I, I don't know why I'm they, asking you. I've listened <laughs> to a few of your shows. Not <laughs> no, all no, no, no. I'm pretty sure they've been on my show as well. Oh, okay. Well, basically, <laughs> they were... Because my show is unsigned, yeah, they they uploaded a track to me back in the last year when they were unsigned. Quite soon after that, they got signed. Not, not saying it was me, but they were then signed. <laughs> they were then signed um so then i stopped playing them on unsigned because they were signed right but now we've because they're signed to um a label like an independent label i think is the right way of describing them they're not massive but they're helping them sort of pave away and giving them opportunities here and there but they're not like a sony mm-hmm. or whatever right so i sort of feel like do you know what we'll get them on the rotation because they're people that i've dealt with for the past eight nine months or whatever they're nice guys they're doing really well they sell out gigs um like local gigs and stuff and they're doing a bit of a tour i can't remember exactly when that is but um it's coming up but what i'm saying is that now they be on future hits so it's about the key is to be a nice guy and then matt might carry on still plugging you <laughs> if you're not and you get signed to a label you're cut you're gone like <laughs> you know bye mean? bye the end of you <laughs> it is all about being nice isn't it let's isn't be honest true, right we've said this how many times have we said this on here it's all many about, times <laughs> yeah, being nice helping each other out because the thing is yeah if you turn around and you say if you're nice and you're genuinely trying to help people and people can tell that you're interested in what they're doing and what they're about same with us. If we've got people that are nice to us and they're like, oh, yeah, what you're doing is great and, you know, let us know if we can ever do anything or whatever, you're always going to then help each other in the future, aren't you? If you've mm-hmm. got someone who literally, not that anyone has done this categorically, right? I'm saying that now. No one has done this. But if someone's come in here, used us to get on the podcast and then fucked off and we never spoke to them again, <laughs> I'll be a little bit more inclined to be like, what? Like, okay, fine. It's like, true, it's true. But that hasn't happened. No, 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 it hasn't happened yet. Don't be negative. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm being. You know. If we carry on doing this show for the next <laughs> ten years, yeah, there'll be one. There yeah. will be one. But saying that, actually, someone there was an artist that watched the podcast and they actually approached me and they said, "I like what you said on there." Um, oh, really? Yeah. So there are fans listening. Yeah, we we're, we're doing a right view. Yeah. I know. Like, I know that things take a little bit of time to gather momentum, and I know that things uh, take a little while to grow. 
but generally, like, we're doing all right. And some, some of the episodes are doing, you know, quite well. So I'm quite proud of what we're doing. And it's like, if I was to go, if you were to look at the amount of views we've had on the different videos and stuff versus, I don't know, how many people have listened to the show or got involved with the radio show and that, it is doing well. Mm. So I think that, you know, hopefully it will keep building over time and we'll generate more people subscribing because I've actually added, I'm learning on YouTube, right? I've done a bit of YouTubing before. But I'm not, I'm sort of still getting my head around it a little bit. So like I've added like, so Abby said about adding chapters, which I've done now. So it means that people might not want to hear me and you moaning about how it is, but they might want to move <laughs> on to when the guest is in. No, that's a good idea. So they can just go to the chapters. That's and then what idea. I've also done is yesterday, I went through all the videos and added like information cards. So you can be like, it comes up and like reminder to like subscribe to our channel or mm. check out the latest oh, video. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you see that at the end of every video. They're on every end of every video, but they're yeah. also like on the top right hand corner. There's a little bit that comes up and says it every now and again. So I went through and put those in yesterday because I was like, bearing in mind, we've had, I don't know, like a thousand people watch our stuff so far ish. Um, but we've not got that many subscribers. So I'm just hoping that at some point that sort of translates into subscribers. But I don't, again, I don't know what. I think it will. I think uh, people are listening to what we're saying and the particular bands that hit me up, I can't remember which episode or who was on, but we were talking about how I sometimes listen to tracks that artists send me before they get released to the distributors. Mm. And I was talking about how I kind of, I don't manage a band. I'm not a band manager. I'm yeah. too busy for that at the moment. Um, but, you know, I, I sort of, I send them as many tips as I possibly can, you know, that like they, they WhatsApp me, I find something out, I send it to them, I try and plug them as much as I can. And yeah, this, this artist said, oh, we've got an EP coming out in the next couple of months will you will you proof listen to it and oh, nice. tell us your honest feedback i was like yeah absolutely as long as you're happy with honest feedback yeah. then i'm very happy to give it you don't have to listen to me i don't care i'm not saying i'm right but i'm just saying how i listen to tracks yeah so no yeah. it's good it's good, it's to good. Be, people are listening people, people are listening, are listening. Yeah. people are listening and people are getting involved with it and i think where people are asking for our opinion and things like that is really mm. it's really kind it's also very trusting as well isn't it because mm. like I've said I've said on here like a few times I've been doing radio for a couple of years I haven't I can't play an instrument I know what I like and I'll never pretend to be a critic or be able to have the ability to critique music as such and be like oh well what you need to do is you need to turn the drums up a bit louder and that bit I don't really I'm not that way inclined I'm all about promoting the artist as best I possibly can and promoting this and hopefully someday you know, we can go and do stuff like this full time and put on events and f do loads of filming. Do you know what I mean? That's, That's like, the dream. It is the dream. But what we are going to do. So I've mentioned Patreon quite a bit. I haven't got a mug yet. Oh, don't. You know what? I had it in my calendar to bring them up <laughs> today, joking, but I'm the joking. heat has I wouldn't have even mentioned muddled it. my brain. I wouldn't have even mentioned it. You, you did. Mentioned you, it. You, you, you mentioned I wasn't going it on the to. thing now. I wasn't going You've to. Mentioned, well, anyway. Anyway, so Next we, time. on Patreon, uh, we've put all of our exclusive, all of the uh, video that we had from the events at South End Chelmsford, all the artists, all the behind the scenes stuff, it's all on Patreon, and it has been for a little while now. What we're going to do on the 31st of July, we're just going to put all of that onto YouTube for everyone to view. So our patrons have seen it first. And if you want to see exclusive content first, get on our Patreon. But we're going to release it all on YouTube. So then hopefully that will also then turn people to then come and watch the podcast and then see what we're about. And then hopefully, you know, generate some more sort of 
following, I guess, to be able to then get more people on and stuff like that as well. So we're going to be releasing that in a couple of... What are you looking at me? What? Following is everything. Well, we, it's not, I know, ev- I know, it's I not know, everything, I know. but at the same time, it, you know, it's nice to sort yeah. of see the, see the progression. And we're seeing that with views and stuff and subscribers are going up slowly. But I think that... We don't like we work really hard to put those events on, and everyone that's worked on them—if that's from the sound to the editing to the mixing of the audio—everyone's worked really. And the artists, obviously, let's not forget the artists. Uh, it's um, yeah, it's everyone's worked really hard on putting it all together. So it's nice. I don't want it to necessarily just be hidden away. I want people to go and to people to be able to see what we've done and showcase unsigned and future hits and whatever else. And the talent of the musicians. And that. <laughs> that couldn't be more perfectly timed because you, you couldn't even reply because you'd say you a mouthful. swig of water. Yeah. No, it was, uh, no, obviously, yeah. And all of the bands have been really cool about it as well because I imagine mm. there'd be some artists who go, no, I don't want you putting our videos on there. Mm. But it's like we've spent a lot of time, money, and effort putting them all together. So it will be quite nice to get those out there and hopefully more people will be able to see it. So it'll be, that'll be quite good. So 31st of July, um, which is a Monday. So when this goes out publicly, it'll be next Monday. Um, that will all go up and then you can all see that and see what we've actually been up to. Um, but yeah, that sort of wraps up what I was going to, what I needed to mention. But we've got Charlie Baker coming in today. We have. We have. We have. What do you know about Charlie? Have you heard Charlie's work before? Yep. So uh, <laughs> on his Spotify, it says he's 21, whether he's turned 22 now or not. <laughs> it's another thing. I know he's I from Essex. He, yeah, he's from Essex. Yeah. And he's got four singles released on there so far. The last one was released in 2022 and it was a collab with someone called Dan. A collab? Yeah, collab. 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 Well, well, I call it collab. Collab. Uh, right, there's no, three there's ways. Three different ways. Three here. ways. Okay, tell us which one it is. What do I say? I collab. No, I, I'd say collab. 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 Oh, okay, whatever. Anyway, okay. so he collabed. <laughs> he he clumped. <laughs> whatever Ka-plunked. the word is. Yeah, complunk. <laughs> With someone called Daniel something? Yep. What's his surname? It's George Daniel. Yeah, that's the one. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. You sure? I'm sure I think I am. We'll find out in a minute. Yeah, we'll find out in a minute. That's what I know. Yeah, well done. It's good research. Yeah. yeah. And R and B is yeah. the genre. Yeah, he's um he's well, I've seen him I've I've known Charlie for quite a while because he's actually we'll talk about it when he's here, but he's the first person to ever upload a track to me. Ah. So it's uh it's been quite nice to see wow. his progression over the past sort of year or so. Because it was actually I should look at the date before he comes in. I'll try and track it down. But it was, I'm sure it was like July, August last year that he uploaded this track to us. So yeah, so he's, we wanted to get him on for a little while because it's sort of almost where it started really. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's just graduated as well. So he's got a big summer ahead, I think, like try and do some events and stuff. So it'd be nice to see, nice to see him because last time we bumped in, well, last time I saw him, it was at a fest, the festival that shall not be named. And uh, it was a bit of a shambles. Not the, him, the, festi- the festival. Oh, as in you're not going to mention it because you don't want to brown stain it. Yeah, it brown, yeah. It brown, it brown stained itself. <laughs> um, but a few, of the art, a few of the artists that were who've been on here were there as well. Okay. So we've had that sort of, um, we've, it's like Voldemort. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, the festival that shall not be named. Exactly. Right, what we're going to do, we're going to have a quick break. We're going to walk out, well, not walk outside, but we're going to walk outside the studio because it's absolutely roasting in here. Sorry, this is an HD. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the sweat. The sweat is dripping. Anyway, we're going to go and have a break. We'll see you in section two. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. If you are an unsigned band or artist and you would like to get your music on the radio, go to our website, unsignedmusic.uk. Scroll down on the website. You'll see Submit Your Music, 
and you could be on the radio as early as next Sunday. So get involved with the show and hopefully you'll be on the radio. The Unsigned Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Unsigned Podcast. We are joined by Charlie Baker. What's up everyone, how you doing? How you doing? All good, mate. How are you? I'm really good, mate. Yeah, loving. Yeah. I'm actually liking this hot weather, unlike some people. But yeah, I know. I saw you, you texted me yesterday. You were like, mate, I'm sunbathing on my lunch break. This is amazing. <laughs> it's got to be done. You've got to get the tan, do you know what I mean? you got, <laughs> got to get the tan up. Yeah. You've got to take the top off, though, because otherwise I'd, you get the, the, the yeah, tan line. Like, Lizzie, can you not like top flame with it? He's just got in. No, top I was just off. saying, you know, just saying. <laughs> now you're going to make me blush. This isn't fair in this the heat. The top did come off at lunch, always. Always. Oh, All the girls at work just looking out the windows, you know. Cool say <laughs> Cool say What do you do for work? Um, so currently I just work for this uh, online online stationery company, but bit, like, loads of my mates work there and, and they've given me like a zero-hour contract so I can basically just swan in and out when I want, take days off when I want, which is perfect for like the music stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah basically just sorting out all the orders international orders like a bit of the sales team so yeah it's a bit, a bit of everything really i'm just a bit of a everywhere body yeah. sort of thing so yeah that's what we've been doing yeah well it allows you time to go and do stuff doesn't it like you said to me you in the studio tomorrow right <coughs> yeah tomorrow evening yeah but like say if there's because i do acting as well so sometimes if there's like an audition or something like that and I'll, i'm like oh i need a day off like tomorrow or in two days time they're mm. always pretty cool about it so it's really good when you can find jobs like that isn't it? yeah like we've had people on here that I mean, for us, we've both, well, I've got my nine to five. You've got plenty of other jobs that are going on as well. So it is nice to sort of have that freedom. But yeah. it's definitely the right time to do it, yeah. especially now that you've graduated. Oh, by the way, you yes. graduated. Congratulations. You, yeah. Graduated from doing what? Uh, I did media film and television because, yeah, I, I've always been into like videography and that sort of stuff as well, mm. especially with more when I was younger. So, yeah, just decided to do that. Um, I did actually study at BIM uh, in London mm-hmm. for about a year, but just decided to like step away from it because when I found like I was studying music there was so much pressure and it and they kind of like made you sort of do music that was kind of like BIM like BIM was very like Indian kind of rock sort of like influence and that that Mm. wasn't really what I was trying to do um and I felt like it was just taking time away from what I was actually trying to do made me less motivated in music so I wanted to like separate my studies and my music yeah Mm. yeah still did something that I'm like pretty interested in like like media film and TV, and it was really interesting. But yeah, I'm glad to see the end of it and uh, focus on the music. That's it not a good idea, Rich? actually. Yeah, Nottingham Trent. Yeah, yeah, good party scene. To be fair, good. I've heard quite a lot of people, there's quite a lot of bands that have uploaded tracks to us. The Publics are up there. They're up in Nottingham. They're, yeah. they're brilliant. Yeah, but they've got yeah. Sounds sounds like quite a good scene there. Yeah, is the scene better up there than it is down here in Essex? I mean, well, music scene. Yeah, uh, possibly just because it's like one big one big town, whereas Essex is just a lot of like little towns. Mm. Um, and there's probably there is like bigger venues got like Rock City where a lot of people go to um, stuff like that so yeah in terms of that yeah I'd probably say it's a little bit bigger but yeah just bigger bigger city and that so yeah yeah that's I, right at least you know the music events so if you if you're doing you know some live music events you know exactly yeah. where to go when yeah, you exactly, go up that yeah. way yeah like Bodega is a good event uh, but a good venue, venue yeah um and there's a few others and then yeah obviously rock city is like the biggest one like loads of big people go there like i'm pretty sure the 1975 have been there and stuff so wow. yeah it's pretty pretty sick venue to be fair so yeah nice so we i was saying to lizzie before you came on you were the first person to ever upload music to me yeah on uh the yeah. saturday sessions day one yeah well literally was day yeah. one it was the reason for all of this yeah <laughs> look what you started inspired yeah. him to do all of this yeah, you're welcome <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure charlotte will thank him yeah charlotte yeah <laughs> i haven't seen her in ages <laughs> yeah. um 
<laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, it was because we had, I had this idea that I wanted to sort of try and play some unsigned artists from around sort of the South End area, around yeah. the local area. And you were born in born in South End. Born in South End, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to do that. And yeah, you were the first person. I'm sure was it you or Kyle uploaded it. Uh, uh, I think Carl got in contact with you, so yeah. I met him. I met you through him. Yeah. Um. Actually, no. I think I uploaded to Chelmsford right. Radio. Yeah, yeah. And I think you replied saying, "I moved on from that. Like, I've moved on from there. I'm going to do South Radio South End. Yeah, yeah. And I'm starting this new thing unsigned. And then I think, yeah, I think I just sent it from right from there. Who's Carl? Carl's my man- manager. His manager. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, Carl. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a lovely guy. He's actually yeah. sent me a couple of other tracks from other people as well now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. The too late, I think. Is yeah, exactly. he's yeah he's looking after them as well now yeah. at the moment. So uh, yeah, they're they're really cool as well. Like they're more of like a indie sort of kind of band, but some of their tunes are really cool. And yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're they're killing it as well. So yeah, it's interesting because it's it's a completely different vibe to what you what you're doing. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, it's probably nice for him to have two different two different sort of, and they do things. they do sort of different things on social media and obviously they're like more of like a band so it's like yeah completely different sort of sort of vibe really. So, yeah, yeah. So that's where it all started anyway. That was a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, that was like I uploaded July, I uploaded uh, better with me literally a year ago, a couple of weeks ago. Mad, isn't so, it? Yeah, first track. So what inspired you to release that one as your first track? Because I'm guessing as a musician, you sort of write music for quite a while before you release a track. So what yeah. inspired you to release that one as your first? Um, so it was, I'd written loads of my guitar and I'd loads of like acoustically recorded demos, but Better Me was one of like the first bunch that we recorded like properly um, in the studio and stuff. And out of all the ones that I'd like sent to everyone and all my mates and all my family, that's the one that like resonated the most and that's the one that everyone was like loving the most and it's the most catchiest so i thought it'd, it'd do well so yeah it's first. and it was my favorite one as well to be fair like oh yeah it was my favorite one so yeah that's that's why i got chosen it was it about anyone in specific like anyone specific it actually wasn't like everyone always wants like the juicy <laughs> gossip everyone, everyone yeah come on always, un- unsigned like, all my, yeah all my other songs do have a meaning but actually this one um surprisingly doesn't because i basically wrote with a, another producer he wrote the instrument. Like this was one of the ones that I didn't send my acoustic demo to. We kind of just started from scratch, and I sent him a few like inspirational tracks, that sort of thing, reference tracks. And yeah, he um, started off the instrumental, and as he was just playing it, I was just humming stuff, and like, and it, and the, literally the words like better with me, kind of just like better with me, just like came to me, and then I basically had my title, and then just wrote around that. That's what I've been doing more recently, to be fair, like getting a title and then kind of writing songs like underneath that just from that title and stuff. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where, that's where Better Than Me came from. So you've been co- collabing for quite a while. Collabing. Collab. Collabing. Collabing. What, what do you say? Collab, collab. 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 Oh, same as you. Collab. Anyway, yeah. you, so you've been collabing for a while with producers of different writers, but you've yeah. released a track with George Daniel recently, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did that one come about? See your mate? Um, he... He actually is a mate of a mate now because when I was gigging uh, in London a few months ago, I think like in January or February, I met one of his mates at a gig who was performing uh, on the same lineup as me. Mm. But j- just before that, Carl had found him somehow, I don't know how, um, found him and uh, was like, yo, let's try and do something together. George sent me the uh, instrumental and then, yeah, same sort of thing. He sent me the instrumental. I wrote the, he had a title. Uh, you want me, that sort of thing, and then yeah, I just wrote the lyrics and melody to that, and I actually recorded that one in my bedroom. Did you? Yeah, and then he mixed it like really cool, and that's actually the, my best 
uh, stream song, Mama's stream Is song. It? Yeah. But I think maybe because it's house, like everyone loves house and it's like- And it's summertime as it well. It's summer, it's a so summer it's tune. Like, it's a real summer song. Summer yeah. tune, so uh, yeah, so I think that's why. But yeah, sick tune, six. And it's also, don't know if I'm allowed to say this on here. No, I think it'd be fine. Um, it has just been signed off to be in the bank for use of songs for Love Island. Oh, so, really? Yeah, we're seeing- Nice. Yeah, so it's been like signed off, but it's down to the producers on the day, whether they actually- they actually use it so mate that's quality yeah, yeah there's like three really weeks good. left to love island so no it's really good like Absolutely. i've had some artists get on the the set list or the playlist yeah, on yeah, spotify yeah. and and that really really helps the streams because yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone just goes oh i love the music of, of love island yeah. put on the playlist they do have right. some great tracks on there they do they not do. that i watch it i do watch it <laughs> i don't like <laughs> it's not that i watch it every night yeah. because i'm obviously doing this Busy. or whatever so for you example can't watch it tonight. i won't watch it Gusses. tonight and i won't but you'll watch it on catch up on tomorrow like, yeah. looking at the highlights. <laughs> i haven't done that um but charlotte watches it my wife watches it so mm. it's like it's one of those things that i'll be i don't know doing something to for the radio or editing or whatever and then in the corner of my eye you can't not look right yeah so it's like it's there and See i'm like what's going on Oh, I decided I couldn't do it this year. After last year. There's some year. great characters in it. Uh, right? After yeah. last year, it just killed it for me. Like I was just like, I can't do this again. I remember yeah. last year. <sighs> I didn't actually... There's all the Castro Moore stuff. I, wasn't gonna, I didn't watch it last year at all. I used to watch it all the time. Didn't watch it last year at all. And I didn't watch it this year until uh, an actor, a guy who I know is in it, Josh, Josh, like the light-skinned one. Right. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just been kicked off, actually. But yeah. he worked in the gym I go to and then right. kind of blew up in like the modelling scene. Um and he told me ages ago that he was, oh, so I knew he was going to go on it. Right. And I was just waiting for him to come in and I was going to start watching it. Oh, you got to so, watch it if you've yeah, got exactly. a mate if you're on, mates it, on you it. you got to yeah. watch that. And it made me laugh because they were like, where are you from? And he literally says what we all say, like whether I'm in a club or whoever asked me, like whatever person's like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, between Culture and Chelmsford. Like always say that. And yeah, that's exactly yeah. what he said. So oh, it's kind it? of funny to see that, to be <laughs> fair. So yeah, it was cool. But yeah, he did well, man. He smashed it. And yeah, he's got like 100k followers now. So I'm sure he'll. Is it not something that you thought about doing? I mean, yeah, I, I, I think I would clean up on there, to be fair. Like, I think, <laughs> I think, um, next year, next year. I think I would... Uh, Pre-interview. I think God. I would love to, but <laughs> I think... Uh, yeah, I, don't, I always wanted to, but I was always too young. And then obviously COVID came around, so it was off for like a few years or whatever. Mm. And then now, it's like I would love to go on there, but I wouldn't want to like accidentally ruin any representa representation of myself I've already got. Right, like I don't want to hinder anything. Like, obviously, it gives you loads of followers and stuff, but then also don't want to be known for just like doing love on. Like I'd rather be known for like, oh yeah, his uh, his music, his his sort of thing. Um, but then it would be a good way to like push my personality and push like push the music and obviously get people involved. So well, I mean, if I, one. if I got approached, then possibly because I feel like that's the only way you can get on now. Like get yeah. scouted. Like if you apply, like it's thousands, thousands, thousands of people apply. So I don't think I'd waste my time applying. But if someone scouted. I bet that's I'd, fun. I definitely think about the, it. The person that has to review all the Love Island applications. Applications. Yeah. Imagine that as a job. That yeah. would be quite funny. It would be quite funny, but that I imagine it would be shockers on that. I bet there's some shockers. I want that job. We nearly signed a friend of mine. I won't mention him, but we nearly signed a friend of mine up for it one year. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. How can you sign someone up without their permi permission? No, oh, just try it. Uh, it was like, and then we tried Naked Attraction. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure if, yeah. if you applied for that, I'm sure you'd get on it. I didn't want to go on it. He, we tried to get him <laughs> on it. That is a crazy show. It is mad. That. I, I was like, no, nah, I don't watch that. But me and my ex-girlfriend used to watch it all the time. Like, it's just hilarious. Like, it's always on at late night as well, just before you go to bed. Like, it's just on the we TV. We can't be like, on at three o'clock. No, it? it's so... <laughs> so it's not very kid-friendly, is it? Well, it's anatomy. It's teaching. No, it's <laughs> not. No. 
It's not anatomy. It's not learning it's the than difference. It's the sex that we had in school. Some naked 80, 1980s lady giving birth. <laughs> you know what? That was hideous. Like, my, that was uh, enough to promote contraception. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anyway, I digress. I was going to say, like, it's a, so as a father, right, it's very difficult at the moment for me to know that, that those lessons are coming for my oh, daughter. Oh, yeah, but that's awkward. And that's it's a like, while away, though. It bloody isn't. <laughs> Come home the other day, right? So I picked her up from school. I think it was on Thursday or Friday, right? Yeah. Pick her up from school. And she said, I can't remember, what was it? Um, relationship, relationship, sex, education or something like that. It was something slightly, we just called it sex education, yeah, didn't yeah. we? But yeah, something slightly different. Anyway, she comes home. She goes, oh, I had a relationship, sex, sex education today. I was like, fucking hell, what? Right? Yeah. Where's that come from? And I was like, oh, did you die? And I, I didn't want to How old like, is she? She's nine. She's oh, 10 this year. Yeah. So I wanted to, I turned around, but I was trying to be like open about it. I was yeah. like, oh, what, like, what did you learn? Did you learn anything interesting? Or was, was there anything that, if you got any questions about anything, like you can ask me, like whatever, it's fine. She's like, no, it's all right. It was mainly about relationships. I was like, oh, okay, fine. So well, if you ever any, have any questions, you can just Aww. ask me and mummy, right? That's nice. Anyway, yeah, cute. five minutes later, I <laughs> receive a text message from my wife. Just a heads up. <laughs> she had sex ed today. <laughs> I went, that's five minutes too late. Though. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, but it's... I thought you were going to say just a heads up. She just <clears throat> asked me about this. No, Charlotte texted me and said, just a heads up, I found out they had sex education today. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I know. Cheers for the heads up. Bit late. I got yeah. given a... Uh, I remember mum sitting me down with this, like... I spoke to loads of my mates about it. They all had it, so I'm not sure if you had it as well. But she get, bought me a book. Like a oh, yeah, puberty I a book. book. I had a book like, as well. Yeah, it was like horrible. puberty book. Like, we, we, we bought a book. Oh, oh no. no. The book's no, the, the I think it's the worst. It's yeah, hideous. I'd rather just be told oh, no. straight up, like, the book. You no. see the pictures and it's like... Yeah, nah, like... No, 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 it's, it's not yeah. about that. Was yours a cartoon one as well? Yeah, like yeah, like cartoon figures, like trying to make it childish, but it's, yeah... Oh, no, it's fine, mentally yeah. scarring. I still think I, I, know, can, I can see that. I can see the picture of, like, the yeah, guy with a lot of pubes around him. But it's, like, <laughs> it's not even, like... It's not even, like, respectable amount of pubes. It's, like, like Hagrid has just been, like, plopped, plopped on this cartoon, like... And you're, like, shit, like, am I going to have that on my body? Like, you know, you Well, just, it puts you off, though, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> puts you off Hagrid. I don't remember sex education in primary school, though, but I definitely remember it. Crying. In you, I think I learned most of my sex education from the Inbetweeners. In that show. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I actually, you, that's true. I watched that, like, the summer before I went to secondary school, and I think I just learned everything. Oh, you know. God. Yeah, that's a good series. That so that's good basically series. what you're telling me is don't give her the book, let her watch the Inbetweeners. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. I think Tell so. her to avoid any Js out yeah, there. Yeah. I think she will. She don't, I mean, the thing is, right, she's... <laughs> Not that she's interested in lads yet, right? She's she might be. Well, she, tell, she tells us she's not. And she's like, she's in that thing where it's like, oh, boys. Like, she's it not that bothered boys, about yeah. it. She's not that bothered about it. But I know the time will, you know, be fast approaching. But at the moment, it's uh, I just want her to be my nine-year-old at the moment. Like... I don't want her to grow up yet. Anyway, just right, don't, don't a... give her the birth book. That's all I'm not saying. The it's not the, it's the, not the, birth the, the puberty book. birth the book. Is bad, yeah. Yeah. No. no, I'm not. I don't know. I just don't want her. The thing is, right, in that book, it does say about like, and the male, when two people love each other, the, yeah, male, the male inserts his penis into, and I'm like, ah! Yeah. I don't want her. <laughs> I, can't. I don't want her. In such a weird way. They say it's such a weird way. I don't want her to walk in and go, Mum. <laughs> Questions? Oh god. So anyway, I don't. Yeah, I don't. We digress. Want yeah, that was a massive digress. I mean, we do digress a lot, but that was something else. Oh. Jesus Christ. Um, where should we go now? 
<laughs> we, what I was going to ask you when we were talking about your track is the yeah. what the new one that you've done is there more, is that sort of more the way you want to aim with it or do you like because just do it R and B is sort yeah. of the genre that you're what new one is in you want me yeah uh, no so I think that was. So I think I said to Carl, like, throughout my career, I'm always going to want to do like a few odd tracks here and there. Like Ed Sheeran does like a few like odd tracks here and yeah. there. Um, and the track with George was basically just to show like other people like what I can do, what I can right. put my voice on and just to have a collaboration to like show his fans me and then his fans, my fans him. Yeah, yeah. Um, that sort of thing. But yeah, Thinking Twice, the most recent one before that is definitely sort of the style I want to go down. Like in the studio recently, a lot of like, R&B sort of pop mm. um, sort of my one of my producers said it well the other day he was like what you're trying to do is what a few female artists are trying to do so like the the early 2000s sort of style with like a modern like twist so that's the sort of like vibe I'm going for like right. late 90s 2000 sort of with like modern sort of like instruments and then and then yeah like my vocals on top just yeah I want to make like not sexy but like confident like sexy summer, like sort of tunes, like that's the sort of vibe. You come bring. across quite confident, Charlie. Do, you, do, you, do, you, do you like Lizzo? That. Do you like Lizzo's new tracks? Um, yeah, You're I don't. I, I don't actually mind Lizzo. I do like uh, about about time. Is it about that time? Yeah, yeah. I do like that. To be and fair, there's another one that's just come out as well, which is really good. But um, I only bring that up just because she's like sexy, confident, yeah. R and B. I think dancey. Yeah, I think it's just extremely important. Like this, like bit off topic, but this is what my ex girlfriend used to grill me about. So like, say we were driving somewhere on a long drive, like she would just put on her playlist and it'd just be like sad music mm. and like I don't mind the odd sad song here and there but I generally like never really listen to slow songs unless I'm in like a really bad mood because I just feel like sh the the sort of things you put in your brain like affect your mood and like if you're always listening to like sad music and stuff like it's gonna just you know so I think that shows my music as well like, I want to bring like uplifting confident sort of music that people put on and they're like yeah just jam into it in their car so that's the sort of like vibe I'm I'm trying to bring um so yeah, you like sad songs, don't you, Matt? That's I like what you listen of, to. I like you cry lots of at night. Songs. What are you doing now? <laughs> I just cried at night in his room, listening to Adele. I was songs. actually going to say something very philosophical. Okay, go for it. Go. What you just said about what you put in your mind is how you end up thinking. Yeah. Right. I think that's. I think that's very true. I think if you're, con um, if you're consuming, crap, yeah. as in not crap music yeah, or anything, yeah, yeah. but I mean like if you're scrolling through Twitter and getting Excellent angry stuff, with it, yeah. or you're watching the news and getting angry with it, or whatever. I never watch the news, ne like, never. Mm. Purely because it's just all just, like, hype. All this stuff like the mm -hmm. heat wave, like, oh, my God, everyone's dying, like, and it's just... It's, yeah, it's just negative I just vibes. never look at it because I don't want to know. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Maybe that's a bit, like, too far. Like, maybe no, I, I should look at the news a little bit. No, 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 it's true. I don't watch it either. It's update flashes on the phone, and then you yeah. get your other stuff from memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you get. That's memes. all you need. Yeah, yeah memes, meme yeah. pages. It's so you need to know. Yeah, fair enough. There was what? in okay. a funny way. No, go on. There was a good news article that I wanted to actually pop up that I found today that what did make me laugh quite a lot. Um, it's about the heat wave, and it reads: Women warn not to put ice lollies in their vagina to cool off in hot weather. <laughs> wow! Oh, I done that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Got mini milk up my ass. <laughs> yeah. I just think about poor A and E today. A and E just be a nightmare. Oh, mate. It's, it's Treating burns internally. Uh, what, from Calippos? From, from, <laughs> from, yeah, from Milky Way. What are Mil they called? Milky Way. Oh, can you... Uh, <laughs> wouldn't choose Milky Way. Um, <laughs> it's a dirty... Oh, no, dirty not Milky Way. You mean... Milky Way is the no, chocolate bars. No, what's it bars. called? Mil mil mini Milk. Mini yeah, Milk. Oh, that's the just... Mini Milk. The Weird. Even weirder turn. Jesus Christ. Charlie, what are you doing to it? It's the heat, man. It is the, the heat. heat. Hot day. It is the heat. <laughs> Talking about ice creams. Blimey. Um, you were going, I was going to ask you 
you're doing quite well on Instagram. How do you do? You think that's like going with the songs on like your streaming of your songs? What do you think is actually developing quicker in regards to Spotify versus like Insta? And you're on TikTok as well, right? Yeah, I think most of the Insta recently has been down to, yeah, so the reels I all posted for Thinking Twice, like they all got like, it's not like loads, but a lot for my account, like 6,000. Some of the remixes that I did, like the Ardy remix got like 10,000. Most of my reels are over like 5,000. So I think that got me quite a few few followers with the music stuff. Mm. Um, I do use a lot of, so when I put the Thinking Twice video out, I did put a lot of like Insta promotion on it. So you can like paid promotions. You mm. can, so that gets like put on people's pages and stuff. And I watched a few videos um, on how to like properly Instagram market to go into like Facebook ad manager and like choose a target audience and like all this sort of stuff. So mm. I did a bit of research into that. Um, but I think also my TikTok as well recently has like blown up my followers a little bit. I started a second count just for my, my sort of funny stuff. So then I've got m- my music and funny stuff separate. Right. Um, and the music stuff's been doing a bit better as well, but the funny stuff, because it, it gives me kind of freedom to do what I want. I don't have to like you have to relate worry about it to music sort of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> um, like I only started that account like a few weeks ago, and like two of them hit a million. So mm. that you're a bit more free me, to like, be yourself. Yeah, and I can just kind of make like a few more. Yeah, I'm just free to be myself, and I think I'm trying to separate. It's hard because I'm trying in the limbo because part of me wants to keep all the music and and the personality and funny stuff sort of separate, but then. I feel like the personality might help sell the music. Yeah. And like, you know, so I don't, yeah. I'm what's your, a bit of a what's your best funny stuff? Um, I normally just, I, it, all my like videos and funny stuff are always to do with like, same with my music, like relationships and like taking the piss out sort of like situations with girls or nothing like really bad, but like the one that got a million views was, it was using that trending sound and it was like, she's a 10, but she sleeps with a teddy. So like, <laughs> just stuff like that. And like, there was like, 10,000 comments have been like, what the hell, what the hell? Like, girls like, what the hell? I sleep with a teddy. Um, and then the other one was uh, holiday, hol- girls' holiday captions that give me the ick. So it was like, never want to leave or like five o'clock somewhere or um, just stuff like Getting that. My Co- vin- yeah, D like or cocktail whatever. o'clock right. and, and stuff like that. So <laughs> I'm just thinking back through my, yeah, last, like, my last Ibiza holiday Like <laughs> the worst one is like, how's your Monday? And it's like, well, it's going to be the same as your Monday next week. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Stuff like that, mm. like made me laugh. So yeah, just kind of just... Yeah, just stuff like that. Really. I think I did that when I was on holiday. I did. Uh, <laughs> I was reviewing tracks for the station, and I was like, "Not a bad place to A and R." And I like took a photo of me by the pool. So I was, I did exactly that. I think everyone's yeah, captions everyone's are dodgy. Yeah, yeah, you know, there, you know, like what is a, a an acceptable caption these yeah. days? It's just all Instagram's just a uh, look at me, look what I'm doing, yeah. look what you're not doing, <clears throat> that sort of thing. So it's the same with all of them. TikTok, yeah. Twitter's just a bit more typey. You gotta take yeah. it all with a pinch. So I saw that, you know, that Andrew Tate who's blowing up recently, and he's been getting a, on TikTok that ball guy with the glasses, like the me. maybe no, <laughs> maybe not. But he said, uh, which I thought was quite true actually. He was like, with Instagram, you need to just be a creator and, and content creator instead of a consumer. So you need to like watch how much you're actually just taking in because people can just scroll for hours and compare their lives, mm. all that sort of stuff. And I think if you're just focused on like putting out what you want to put out and then just coming away, like you know, so I think that's yeah. That's true. But also, like, yeah, you just you just kind of want to, like, have positivity. Or, I yeah. think we've talked about this before, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. You just want to have positivity on your news feed. Yeah. It's about consumption again. Like you said, if you're yeah. consuming shit, then you're going to be, you're going to feel negative, aren't you? That's it. But I think that, I've yeah, with TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that, like, um, I think it's a case of if you're trying to b- build your brand yeah. as Charlie Baker, the musician, yeah. I think moulding 
merging the two might be yeah. the right way to go mm. because yeah. if you're getting a million views mate that's yeah that's that's awesome. what I, yeah. yeah so if like, you've got a million views <clears throat> of that yeah and then you know molding it in with your music and yeah, stuff exactly. as well, surely that's the way to go is it yeah. is it more of a worry that you've gone you don't want to piss someone off with one of your funny ones they yeah. don't like your music is that why you've split it or? i think i think well it was kind of like me and carl gone out of the conversation because carl's like no music and i was like yeah i want to do some funnies and but i kind of agreed like, i was like actually you know what yeah because i have way more freedom on the second account i don't really care as much and because my music one i try and keep like professional like even if some of them don't blow on like the other one i don't really care so i kind of really just post whatever i want right um but i think that's how it should be anyway um, Maybe you could post a couple of when you do new music bits or whatever. Yeah. Start sort of feeding a couple of those into, into the yeah. funny one, yeah. and then just seeing what happens mm. with yeah. those as well. And then, or you could even put on there like for more of my music, go to yeah. this account or whatever. Yeah. But what I've worked out from like my music account, which has got a load of funny ones on, because that's what I started doing. The only music video that it was a cover. And it got 12k views, and that's my highest on music. Whereas on all my funny ones, I've had like millions and like hundred thousand, hundred thousand. And I think it's just because music is such a niche, and especially like your own genre of music. So yeah. like obviously the them ones are gonna are gonna blow more. So yeah, the second account is just to sounds bad, but just to get as many followers. So then they go on my Instagram, and then they can see the music, and then hopefully convert them to yeah. some fans instead of like shoving music down people's throats and that not in that way but mm. but then yeah i'm trying to put as much music out there because hopefully one of them will eventually take off but it's just it's just consistency with tiktok you've just got to literally just put out as much as you can and, and just always yeah yeah so i think that's it a million views man that's i can't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah mental absolutely mental yeah. you did a bit of when you were what was the interviewing that you got you do every now and again yeah. i've seen like those yeah, videos yeah, 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 you posted. Yeah, yeah. i can't so remember where i saw it's it it's funny you say that because we literally did another one on saturday so i love doing youtube as well i'm yeah I, I think i'm running myself a bit dry like trying to do all these little things but um so at my uni in Nottingham, we did a, a public video because i saw loads of them doing well on tiktok and i was like oh, i'd always love to do that i thought it'd be funny so in Nottingham on Wednesday, it's like a sports night, social night where all the societies go out and all the girls are out. Like All the girls are basically just dressed up in things. All the boys are like just dressed up in fancy dress, basically. So we stood outside one of the main clubs uh, where everyone goes and goes to another one. So there's a massive group, like pool of people and everyone's obviously smashed. And they see me with a camera and I'm interviewing people. And it was all like, again, sort of like rude sort of stuff. Like, what's your biggest ick? what's the best chat line and like what turns you off about a guy like what's your best chat like that that sort of thing yeah um and yeah it, it got like 3.5k on youtube which is m my most viewed one on youtube yeah um so on saturday me and when me and one of my best mates went to covent garden and we did it again we did oh, some wow. public videos but it was harder this time because there was a few people drinking in covent garden but it was in the middle of the day on a saturday and you know not everyone's obviously not smashed so it's harder mm. so you know just get them to engage yeah. i guess yeah you're I mean, basically doing vox pops yeah you're basically being yeah, a presenter just, yeah and um yeah that is basically it to be fair and uh we went up to like a few people we had like three hendus and they were drunk so they were easy to interview and we did uh yeah what's your biggest ick and we did stuff like favorite sex movies stuff like that and uh we did at the end we did like slap or kiss so i've got to slap me on the cheek or kiss me on the cheek so we had a few people doing that which is which was funny but then we were trying to get we we're trying to get couples who didn't have any couples um we just had like groups of boys or groups of girls so we we're trying to get couples so we we're just going up to like every couple like do you want to be on introvert no do you want to be on introvert no like rejection 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 but God, in a hard. way yeah it is but it's yeah. it's it's weird because after every rejection you get way more confident so you mm. just keep going like there was a there was a point at the start we were just going around just not really getting anyone and we we're like oh maybe them and we were just like stuttering around um 
So yeah, and then which yeah, but it was really cool. And we got some we got some funny people. We got a dad on there with two young kids, and he was like, because the girls like, are you a YouTuber? I was like, well, not yet, but like, you know, trying to get a few views on there. And uh, she was like, can I be in your video? And I was like, oh, like, I don't know the questions. <laughs> I don't know the questions are for you. But I asked her, I asked her, like, what's your biggest secret? And it was really cute. She was like, oh, one time I stayed up like two hours when I shouldn't have done and played on my iPad and stuff like that. So Aww, we'll probably put that in. Sweet. But the dad was like, oh, I want to answer the questions. Like a young dad, I think. So yeah, I want to yeah. answer the questions. And I was like, all right. And he was like, kids, go stand over there. <laughs> And, oh yeah, of course, uh, like the proper question. Yeah, and then we asked him like, "What's your favorite sex move?" And yeah, he just gave a really hilarious answer. I'll I'll wait till it till it's out. I won't give it away, but yeah, it was really. Do fun. you because you said you edit a bit as well? Were you editing that? I edit all the videos myself. Oh, yeah. So the one I did in Nottingham took me honestly in total like about ten hours because I had to mm. get all the clips and I didn't. I do have a microphone, but I didn't bring it out because I don't have like a aux thing to go in my camera. So. um I record it all on my phone, like voice memos, and was mm. like doing that sort of thing. So then I have to get all the audio clips and like stick them to the thingy. But there was like 25 different groups of people, 25 clips, and then I was like editing it down. And then I was like chucking them in random orders. So like it wasn't just one group, one group, one group. Yeah, it was all yeah. random. And then I was putting like YouTube memes in there and stuff. Like when they say something, like giving like YouTube reactions and that. Um, so yeah, it took me like yeah, like ten, twelve hours to, or maybe pain. more, maybe more <laughs> to be fair. Even just doing the audio editing for yeah. that with different levels. Oh yeah, and it was like, yeah, it know. was long, but it was worth it because everyone loved it, and yeah, and everyone at uni, and then like the next couple of weeks at uni, everyone was like, "You try bake like the ones in the YouTube video," <laughs> which was cool. So. You should try Soho as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah on a Saturday. Good. I was thinking that Soho. Soho would be a good place to go. We well, also or any night, so like yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturdays in Soho, which mm. is yeah. mad. And then go to Chelsea and have yeah, like completely, completely different. different yeah, vibe. Yeah. No one would be in Chelsea, would they? Yeah, yeah, yeah Fulham Broadway Chelsea night, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Kings I don't Road. know that way very much. Yeah, Kings Road. That's where I lived go when I uh, was at Bim because Bim was in Bim was in Fulham, so I lived in Imperial Wharf, like yeah, near Chelsea, which was cool. So, yeah, I do know that place. That'd be good fun. Because yeah. the great thing about London is you could go to all these different places. You could go to Camden, you could yeah, go to Shoreditch, people, yeah. you can go to Soho, you can go to yeah, Kings Road and Chelsea, and they're yeah. all different vibes. Yeah. yeah. That so would be different cool. Vibes. So, yeah, that's... And, yeah, we also... Um, More project. We also... Um, <laughs> the same like the same morning in London, I was like, well, I want to try and get two YouTube videos in. I don't think I'm going to have time to edit before I go away, because obviously when I'm going to Thailand in a few next week, um, so I want to do loads of cool public videos out there, like interviewing out there, and that's like got the GoPro to some sick vlogs and stuff. Um, but we went to London's worst rated restaurant. Oh, really? Which was called Palace Restaurant. Um, yeah, sorry, out on it. But because um, <laughs> um, I saw those YouTubers do it, and honestly, like, it was so bad, but it was so funny. It was so bad. Like, we ordered a spaghetti bolognese and a burger to share, and it was just awful. Like, it was 30 quid for those two. Like, they were like 15 each, and it was just awful. Like, yeah. What food is it? It's like a cafe restaurant, but it's like really small. Like, the decor is like Tudor times. Like, the place where was it? Opposite Buckingham Palace. Like, literally. Oh, really? the what tube station was it victoria yeah and like we walked up a little loads of nice buildings like really nice area but just mm. a tiny little like cafe restaurant and uh bless her the, the lady was really nice to be fair like we we gave it a decent -ish score because of the lady but yeah the food was honking to be fair honking you could write a song about that yeah palace restaurant <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be a good song you know give them a little bit of promo yeah. i might get a load of people going in to be fair true yeah. link get it all, bit, link yeah, it all in would that improve the food i mean maybe i think more time. people have definitely been there because everyone's been making youtube videos on it and like i have a i have a camera but we had like the water bottle play stuff and we sat right at the back and i had like my phone just there and i was trying to like not be bait like filming it and we were trying to like give you a review in there and stuff yeah. so yeah it was pretty funny but 
Yeah. There you go. Song title for tomorrow yeah. when you go to the studio. Baddest restaurant. Do you have any? Do you have any materials sat for tomorrow when you go into studio, or do you literally go into studio and kind of see yeah. how things go? Uh, well, yeah, I have. So at the moment, so since I released like Thinking Twice, basically what I wanted to do was sit back and basically just do loads more like music education and just like teach myself about the business. Been to a few networking events, and I've basically just been writing as many demos. Like Carl sent me a challenge, like how many demos can you write? Because Carl's just been in LA for a month, so how many demos can you write? And I think I got like eleven, like in June. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, so I literally just been like getting uh, YouTube like tracks, just tracks off YouTube like tight beats, and then just writing demos to them, like, writing a full song, and just like recording it at home, my home studio. And then yeah, so normally I'll take a few of them and say like, can you replicate the beat, or should we buy the beat? And then or like depends really what the vibe is like, or we can start saying new like if they if they like starting something fresh, if that's just how they work, mm. sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely take them all as inspiration and play a few. Um, so yeah, that's that's really. What there. does what does a day look like then? So you go in, you meet the producer. Do you know them already? Yeah. So a few, yeah. So a few I know already, and then a few like so. The one I went to on Sunday, I met at this networking event. Um, so I obviously met him briefly, but it was like a brand new like studio time with him on Sunday, and then the one tomorrow I also met at a networking event. So yeah, going in with him for the first time. But normally, like the average sort of process is going listen to some demos, maybe awesome reference tracks, talk about like what sort of, like, sort of vibe you'd want. And then if there's no lyrics there, we kind of create a title or like a, just what do you want the song to be about sort of thing. Um, and normally it depends because you can meet with a producer who's also like a songwriter or you can meet with a producer who is just a producer and then you're kind of songwriting it. So it depends if they're helping you out writing it or not, but normally just play the track for you a few times, see what they make. And then the way I normally write music, say it's completely from scratch is listen to the beat and then like hum a melody and then like use like i'll just mumble and like, all my voice notes are just like mumbles like na 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 or just like that <laughs> so i can get like syllables in mm. and then i kind of make words around the syllables and then yeah so if i or i'll come up with a title and then base it around that but i would never i've never been to studio and never started writing with like just a sheet for the lyrics like i've mm. never done it that way i've always hummed the melodies first and that yeah done it that sort of way really so it all stems from there and on one yeah. day i've just got one final question yeah. on that point so on one day would you ever have a full track done by the end of the day does that ever happen or do you go in you kind of get the the groundwork and then you come back on another studio day and finish yeah. it off i think definitely i think a lot of artists have said this well i think it just generally depends on the day so like i've definitely even by myself like i've i've wrote a whole song like i've come home from work wrote a whole song recorded it polished it by like 10 o'clock at night and it's done in like three four hours um doesn't mean that's like the final one but you've got like the base structure so you can always go around and change lyrics and that sort of thing but yeah i think it's definitely doable to write a song in four hours or you could be so gassed with the chorus like you've got a sick chorus but the verses are they're just not clicking and not getting it so mm. i think i think harry Styles said it or ed sheeran i can't remember which one but they said it's like you can prepare all you want to surf but sometimes the waves aren't there and then sometimes the waves aren't there but you haven't really prepared so it's, it's, it's all about the inspiration isn't it i think that goes is, for uh, whatever you do in your life if yeah. you're in a moment of inspiration you can kill it yeah. but if it's if you're there and you're trying to write or i'm yeah. trying to create something that i need to do yeah and it's you can't force it nah, yeah you can't for what was there was something like a quote i've heard before about love i think it was which is <laughs> love is like a fart if you've got to force it it's probably shit <laughs> and it's probably uh, the same fair. for yeah. writing as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's what because yeah, that's that. what i found myself doing towards the end of like that when i was 
doing that stint of writing loads of demos. I was kind of writing it for the sake of it. Yeah. But then it's also like Ed Sheeran said, like you've got to write. It's like anything. Practice makes perfect. So the more like just bad songs you get out, then the good ones normally flow. And normally, my all my best songs I've wrote like that because I've kind of just got all the stuff out. Like thinking twice, I generally think I wrote in like two hours, maybe less, just on my guitar. And then I sent, and then I went to the producer, um, and we changed a few lyrics and stuff. But that song was already cemented. Um, so yeah, I think. But and then, but then sometimes, sometimes good songs take longer, but. Uh, for me, most of my best songs have been like, oh my God, yes. And I've wrote that chorus. I'm like, that is the one. Like, I've got a song that I'm sitting on at the moment that I'm just in love with. Um, it's very like Justin Bieber, sort of Latin-y sort of style. And yeah, I'm literally in love with it. So I'm hoping, hopefully get it out soon. But yeah. That must be so hard sitting on a song. Just oh, being yeah. like, I've got this song that yeah. I love and you have to sit on it for ages whilst you fine tune it, go yeah. to the studio, distribute it. Yeah. And By some, the time it comes out, you're like, I've yeah. listened to this about a thousand times. Yeah, that's that's what happened with Thinking Twice. It was done in November and, and we didn't release it until end of March and because I'd rinsed it so much and always playing it in my car like by the time it come out like I was obviously gassing but like I didn't really play it that much because I just kind of rinsed it yeah um but yeah no that's a lock it away because otherwise you, you need yeah, that you need that excitement to then put it on socials to, yeah, and, and talk really about push, it yeah that is to lock them away that is a very that is very true like we didn't know <laughs> I think that's the song that I wasn't as excited about and it was more of like a just get out to just get another song out and show people what more I can do but I think it definitely shows because my promotion for Thinking Twice was so much better than didn't know and I think it was because I was way more into Thinking Twice and I loved that and I was pr more proud of that yeah. and I think from now on I think that's why I've been sort of sitting back a little bit on releases. Well, I only released in, in May, but... Yeah, I was going to say, it's not been, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like, it's not been long, long, is it? <laughs> I mean, the thing is as well, you need to be happy with it and you need to like yeah. release it when you're happy in yeah. the right moment as well yeah. because there's some artists that I've spoken to who have released tracks like bang, bang, bang. But then like yeah. when we... I was actually chatting to... Who was I chatting to about the other day? I was chatting to an artist about it the other day and they were like... <laughs> if I was Pieces last week and he, it was Paul and he was saying, I've got a load of tracks sitting there, but what's the point in me releasing everything now giving yeah. everything away for free essentially mm -hmm. and being like here i am yeah. then what have i got left to hold exactly, back and then yeah. show them later down the line so i think it, it's a lot of it is about yeah. timing and then obviously if you're excited about the release of a track yeah your promotion's going to be better and yeah, it's going to hopefully it'll boost it you know yeah. boost it even higher than thinking twice and i think as well if you say if you released really like every four weeks or like every three weeks no one's gonna get as excited because it's just like oh another song another song another song so when chris brown brings out his new album there's like 30 songs like it's just because like no one's really cares if, if you're doing it every time and it's mm. just like oh okay okay but if you've like maybe there's some sort of false like thing but if you've gone away for ages and then released a song everyone's like oh like yeah it must have been working like it must yeah. have been changing it up working hard on it so i think that's that's definitely the plan now obviously going to asia for a bit but i think yeah, we've got loads of songs under the belt and I'm still up, still in the studio this week getting some sent to me here and there. So I think at the, when I come back, that'll be yeah, deciding what I want to get out. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Bring exciting times Asi there. Asian influences as well. Yeah, maybe get a studio session out there. There's any, there's cool. anyone out there? There's anyone in Asia? Hit me up. And, uh, <laughs> Asia's a big fucking yeah. place. <laughs> Thailand or Bali? There we are. <laughs> right. What we're gonna do? We're gonna have a break because I'm melting. Yeah, um, and then when sweaty, we, and then when we come back, we're gonna do your dream gig and a little game. I need you to think of three artists. We'll be back in section three. <laughs>
Hi everyone, welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. Hopefully you're enjoying the episode this week, but I wanted to talk to you about our Patreon. It's basically a subscription service that puts money back into Unsigned, if that's the podcast, the radio show, whatever. It helps us generate a bit of an income to support these unsigned artists and to run events and also do this podcast every week. So if you want to support the podcast and support the Unsigned Music brand, you can go to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Unsigned Music UK and you can sign up for just one pound a month. What can you get for that price? Anyway, let's get back to the episode. The Unsigned Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Unsigned Podcast. We're joined by Lizzie Romaine and Charlie Baker, and we're in section three, and this is where we do your dream gig, right? And we've also got something else at the end, which I'll leave to you for your free artists, all oh, right? Great. But what we're going to do is your dream gig. I want to know your sort of your festival or venue that you would like to play well obviously this is a this is a bit out there but uh the gig that i saw, like seen on tv that literally like changed sounds cliche like changed my life and wanted me to become a musician yeah was bruno mars 2014 super bowl performance oh wow i thought it was literally <laughs> sensational start to finish because he starts off with the drumming like shows off all of that and he's doing all that sick dancing um and then ends off with that like ballad at the end i just think being able to play the Super Bowl is like it is one of like the biggest. Gigs, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, doing something like that with Bruno Mars would be unreal. It's like the most watched like thing, yeah. isn't it? It's like yeah. billions of people it's, watch yeah. that. That's an original answer. It's as an well, original isn't it? answer. Yeah, well, no one said that. You before. get an extra point for that. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had a few. Yeah, mainly festivals, UK-based sort of festivals yeah. or venues. So, headlining the Super Bowl, like, the halftime show at the yeah. Super Bowl is definitely an original that answer. I always just watch that Bruno Mars. On, I just think like your life just peaks there. Like you can't go further than that. I don't think like that is just an insane like. Michael Jackson's played there, like so many massive, massive names have played there. Yeah. And it's just like the biggest stadium ever. So, pinnacle. Yeah. And it's, yeah. The the performance he did literally was just insane. Like his dancing, his whole performance. Like that's what I want to do. Like when I start like properly getting into like festivals and gigs, is being able to like show off a bit of my performance and, and become more of a performer. Like Chris Brown does and Justin Bieber, like the dancing, mm. all of it. Like, That'd be you my idea. You want to put on a show, yeah. right? Like not just yeah. like a, a, yeah. like a performance, a whole. A I whole used to show. Do, I used to do theatre when I was younger. So my mum was like a theatre sort of teacher, mm. um, and I used to do all of that and did it in school and stuff. So that's how I got like got into acting, um, and just absolutely obviously with my music as well. I just love being on stage, but just like performing, dancing, like the whole thing. Like yeah, I just kind of wait to be able to do that so do you think they lip sync what do you reckon um i i've been to v fest where i know justin bieber has lip sync lip synced um i don't i don't think he does it all the time but yeah i've seen him do it a few times things i've been watching recently i don't think they do as much i feel like there was a stage where everyone was doing it um but yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd, I've I've definitely seen him do it at Viva, like hundred percent. When we when I was watching Glastonbury, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but with um, Diana bit, Ross definitely no, wasn't lip syncing, no. and neither was Paul McCartney. <laughs> Still haven't watched that bit yet. I uh, I was gonna say Billie Eilish. It wasn't that she was lip syncing; it was just that her backing track was so yeah, loud. Yeah, they normally have the track in the back, and so they can't loud. just say a few words. Yeah, like, you didn't, you yeah. couldn't tell when she was singing when she wasn't. Anyway, so bearing in mind you're doing the halftime show, what yeah. we usually do on this, we say right, you've got three artists, you've got you. Yeah. But I want you to pick where you're going to be on this lineup. You've got a headliner, main support, and an opener. 
where are you featuring on that and who are the other two artists or bands or whatever who are going to be with you at the halftime show? Well, so I've got to choose support act or headliner. You can be you can be headliner, opener, or main support, but you need to select two other artists to fill the other gaps. Right, well I'm headliner, obviously. Troy Baker at the top. Um <laughs> what and then two and then a main support. Main and, support and an opener. Um I would yeah, I know yeah, I've already said it, but yeah, I'd love Bruno Mars for his energy, for his dancing, his cool vibe. I just think yeah, he's just so like stylish and, and cool. So definitely Bruno Mars. And then oh I think I'd love to like have some diversity. So I'd like I'd love to have a girl as the other one. Um, I'm trying to think of my favourite female artist at the moment. I do like Billie Eilish, I do, but to me, like I said earlier, like her songs are very a bit sad and a bit not as in my sort of stream. So yeah, maybe Lizzo, to be fair, like that would be quite like that would get the crowd I'm going. Coming. To be fair, <laughs> um, oh, there must be a, a female artist that I literally love, Olivia um, Rodrigo. Yeah, she is really cool. I really rate what she's doing. Mm -hmm. I do listen to a few of her tunes. To be fair. Um, Oh, there, there must be one. I'm literally completely missing it. I'm trying to think who's bashing female artists off to me. Any on the top of your head? Bash some female <laughs> artists <laughs> off to me. I don't think that's the right term. No, that's not. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what genre, what, like R&B? Yeah, sort of like pop R&B. Oh, I found this girl the other day and I was like, wow, you're so like talented and cool. But oh, I can't think. So I'm going to say Adele because I think she's sick. I think her voice is incredible. And she sings sad songs. Yeah, but like... Yeah, she, yeah, she's they the most like, she's sad yeah, song. Yeah, they, she is, but... <laughs> Her, uh, one of her albums had some cool like sort of tunes on so but then I was always I was always a fanboy for Rihanna growing up like I literally love Rihanna's tunes so uh, you bring her in yeah maybe Riri maybe yeah. Riri's Riri Riri Bruno, Bruno Charlie. Charlie yeah that's so, the one so who's the first Riri Riri then Bruno then Charlie maybe Bruno first actually so it doesn't so he's not right before me so it doesn't take away too much so maybe Bruno first <laughs> getting competitive with Riri, the biggest superstar on the then planet then Riri <laughs> fair oh. enough how are you travelling to the Super Bowl? How am I travelling to the Super Bowl? What yeah. am I going from here? You can go from here. You can go for, well, you're going to have to. You know, it depends where it's being played, I suppose. It's being played at um, Yankee Stadium in New York. Yeah, it's going to have to be private jet. Private it's going to have jet. to be PJ. It's going to have to be, yeah, the PJ. I've, I haven't got, I don't know what I'm going to call my PJ yet. I've been thinking about it, but. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does it look like? What's it got on the outside? What colour is it? It is dark it is like midnight purple that's my favorite color so like midnight, midnight purple, purple. Um, i see that one coming yeah midnight purple and uh and then inside it's like cream leather seats keep it classy cream leather seats bit of gold around the edge you know um yeah that's that's what i haven't really designed it too much yet but standard <laughs> standard pj sort of vibes you know who's gonna be in the private jet with you if you're allowed three other people in there famous people or whoever you want It'd have to be. It'd have to be the boys. It'd have to be them. Obviously, if I have a girlfriend at the time or the wife at the time, obviously her number one. You got to got to look after family. She's hypothetical though at this point. Yeah, right? hypothetical at this point. Right, okay, I'm fine. a single. You're not I'm single at the moment, ladies. But uh, <laughs> Charlie Baker on Instagram. Um, Charlie dot Baker underscore. Or something. No, nah, Charlie Baker dot underscore. There you go. Um, but yeah, so hypothetical girlfriends. Anyone wants to take that spot, then yeah. <laughs> And, uh, You've done that, and then, uh, <laughs> and, then uh, and then yeah, two of the boys. But this is the thing: I've got, I've, I'm close. Like our friendship group, there's, there's like six of us. I'm my really tight mates. But then I've also got a lot of tight mates in other groups. So yeah, it, it'd be, it'd be hard who to choose. I think, yeah, I can, I couldn't put two names on it. But it'd be some of the boys, some of the boys, some of the boys. Fair enough. You when when I've seen you perform, you have done an Ed Sheeran cover track. Yeah. But if you're doing the Super Bowl. Halftime show. Yeah. What cover track would you choose to to do? Oh, okay. 
I think that this is only recently. So I don't know if you've seen the Elvis film, new Elvis. No, film. I've seen it. Appetite. I really want to see, see it. The performance Austin Butler did of Trouble. So I didn't even heard that Elvis song before, and I literally play it all the time. My car now, like the performance he did of that was just insane. Like. Because I think I started playing, when I first started doing music, I did blues guitar. Like, that's how I learned guitar, just like blues oh, and what? like blues sort of guitar. So like blues and jazz and that sort of like rocky, That that's the side of rock that I love, like the blues rock, like the 1960s, like that sort of, I take loads of inspiration from that. And a lot of like times I write on my guitar, I've written a few like blues sort of like chord progressions. Um, so definitely when I like become more established as an artist, like, I definitely want to release an album like Ed Sheeran did with a few different like genres on just to like mm. spice mm. it up and I'd love to do like a Elvis kind of influenced like Rocky blues song like that I just think that'd be sick like with like the proper 1960s like guitar like the blues sort of solos like I'm really into that sort of stuff so yeah that would that definitely be up there like, that'd be your yeah, Elvis trouble yeah nice yeah. That, again original answer it is an original answer they're all original answers so far who would your special guest be so you know when you've been at a festival and they've brought out so like another guest. celebrity that's not in the music yeah. sort of industry. Well, who, who, no, not necessarily, but like if you were going to duet with someone, like you've already got Bruno and Riri there, so mm. let's have a, someone different. Who would you bring out your special guest to do a duet with for a song at the halftime show? It sounds so <laughs> cliche, but, oh, there's two. They're, they're both so cliche, aren't they? But they're just the artists that I listen to the most and what inspire me the most, but it'd have to be Drake or Biebs. Like, yeah. I know that's so cliche, like they're massive artists, but... Bieber, like especially his new stuff, and I think just growing up the way he has and everything he's done, I just think he's absolutely smashed it. Um, and then when I saw Drake live like a few years ago, like his energy, just like, I'd love to be on a Drake track. That's like that probably be the dream feature. Um, every year on Spotify, Drake's my top artist. Yeah, um, I'm always in like the zero point zero three percent that sort of thing. So yeah, I think. Yeah, Drake or Biebs. Final answer out of the two. Oh, she's pushing you. Yeah. Uh, it'd have to be Drake. It'd have to be Drizzy J. Yeah, it'd have to be Drake. <laughs> Fair one. What track of his would you do? If you were to get, or would he do one of yours? Oh, I I love Child's Play, his song Child's Play on uh, the Views album, just because it's so like gas and up there. But then my, fav- my favourite song ever, which always brings me like such good vibes, is Nice For What. Uh, like that summer summer tune or God's Plan probably uplifting yeah. tune that sort of like era was like my favourite track I'm not a massive fan of his new album like, I don't mind it like a few good tunes but yeah that sort of like that sort of poppy sort of stage you went through yeah I yeah. like that on your so when you um, have made it and you go to your event at the Super Bowl, you're allowed to choose things to be on your rider, which is like, you know, your special request. It would be in your dressing room when you get Oh, uh, yeah. What would be on your rider? You can have two things. Two things, what, drinks and food? or Drinks and food. Or We've want. had uh, one, one of the guys, I think it was Lucetta, said they'd have like a man cave set up for him. Someone said 50 puppies. Someone said Guinness. Like, so what would be like your two choices to have in your dressing room waiting for you when you turned up at Yankee Stadium? What would be my two choices to have? Um, good, good question. The first thing that came to my mind, so I'm just going to say it, which is my favourite food ever. It's probably not great to have before a... Uh, Mini milks? No. So- <laughs> oh, not that again. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, sausage rolls. Honestly, like, it's just my favourite food as I was a kid. I don't really eat them as much now because I obviously got to stay in shape and that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, my favourite food as a kid, like, probably not great before performance, but, yeah, sausage rolls. Like, when they always say, like, dream food in your, in your hamper sort of thing, sausage rolls to me, like, proper ones and not, like, them Tesco ones, like, the baked ones, like, the proper ones. Um, and then what else would be in my hamper? I think it'd have to be an alcoholic drink or something to get me going. Or, like, I just love, like, a caramel macchiato. 
That sounds a bit feminine, but... Um, that, sounded, that didn't sound feminine. <laughs> it sounded very camp. Yeah. Um, so, Baker Girls watching, just take him to Starbucks on his take, first yeah, date and, and you'll be sorted. Caramel macchiato. Yeah, and then yeah. the sausage roll. Boom, done. He's a man of simple pleasures, really. Yeah, so... He doesn't need just, that PJ. Just, um, I'm an absolute coffee fiend, so... <laughs> yeah, do love a bit of coffee. I love so. a coffee. Mm. Starbucks or what, what? A good do, coffee. Did we have this conversation before? Yeah, we we we're not fans we of costas, are yeah, we? Yeah, no, not costa fan. <coughs> no. no, really. You yeah. Starbucks? Or I Pret. prefer Starbucks. Pret, I haven't had much. I like Pret. I got my. Uh, I had a coffee machine I've had for ages, right? And when we went away, um, they had like coffee machine in the room where you know you put the capsules in. Have a, yeah. I've been having a few espressos. Oh yeah, nice. yeah. Get you going in the morning. Very French that they have a lot of espressos in France. I've just mm. been there. You can't, you can't get like a, you can get a cafe latte, but they they just frown at you. Like they just get espresso. It's like a morning drink shot. over there, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. like it's you have like a that shot. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Shot in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cool. So they were good. To, they were two good choices. Have you had yet, or what would be your made it moment? I know you mentioned about being on a Drake mm. song. Yeah. But what would be like <clears> a, an attainable? goal that you have over the next say five years when you can look back and go fucking hell I've done doing it I've made it yeah I think it would be like selling out or like just headlining a festival I think headline I think because there's one thing like being top of the charts and obviously like obviously that is sick like if you if I got top of charts like that is a, a sick surreal moment but I think standing on stage like you've seen some people do like gosh, like sam fender mm. um and people like that when they're literally just like staring like at, yeah because it was so overwhelmed see, yeah you can see the streams and they're just numbers moment. yeah, <laughs> yeah right, you, we weren't all there but to like actually see <laughs> all those people like a massive sea of people like singing your songs and they're all there for you and they're all happy in that moment because you're singing like i think yeah, that would. Shoulders. Yeah, I think that would be. Uh, in the air. I think live music's just insane, and I think that's the. Yeah, I think that that would be the, the made it moment. Which like festival? To be fair. Uh, I mean, yeah, it'd have to be Glastonbury. Like it's the biggest one, so Glastonbury. But I'd love to. I've, I would love to play Coachella, like where Harry Styles did. Like I love LA. I want to move there eventually. Um, so yeah, like Coachella. I, I, I want to go there, but then I've always, I've always hold, hold it off, held, held off. Because I was like, the first time I want to go there, I want to play there. So, oh, really? Yeah, That's cool. Bit of a goal of mine, but yeah, because I'd want to go there and be in like the VIP celebrity bit. Like, like do you know what I mean? That's what. Yeah. So. <laughs> you don't want to be roughing it with all the people that haven't showered. For yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. The cretins. Yeah. <laughs> the festival cretins. Where's your after party then? So where would be your after party? After, after the Super Bowl. Yeah. LA. 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 Massive Back one. On the one, one of my house in the hills. Hollywood Hills. That's the yeah. dream to get. I think that. I think that would also be a made it moment. Like walking out to my balcony, Hollywood Hills. Like it's been a dream since I was a little kid. Like I know it's so cliche, and maybe LA is not all that it seems. I only went there when I was little, but um, it yeah. is cool. I think. I think mm. walking out to that with a house full of like perfectly nice family friends, walking out onto like my nice pool, infinity pool, looking over LA. Dream having day. a party, I think that would be the dream day of my life. To be fair, have you watched them? Um, have you watched Entourage? No, <clears throat> you need to watch that. Really, Entourage is basically um, about an actor who moves from New York to LA, and it's about how he tries to make it as an actor, and his friends basically go along for the ride. And it's yeah. like, boy, you'd say the in betweeners for mm. uh, like earlier on. Yeah. It's not the same, but it is like lads, yeah, sort lads, of, lads, lads in LA, tour, yeah. sort of thing. It is funny. Yeah. I think you'd like it. So that's cool, right? New feature, not new feature. We've done new it a few feature. times now. Right, we've done it a few times, but Lizzie took the piss out of me. So, <laughs> it's, it's basically, it was 
like snog marry avoid where nice. it was like gig tour or put in the bin right we're not doing that now we're doing right. gig tour or write so you lizzie's going to give you three artists right. Right. and you've got a gig for a night so you have one night with them gigging or you go on a world tour with them so you've got to spend every day with them right or you can write with them so how long i don't know how long the writing process mm. necessarily takes but yeah so yeah. one gig one gig world so tour. gig tour or write. writing session so dizzy so let's do i wish i had a drum roll do i have a drum roll no. <laughs> <laughs> was that beep? There was a beep and a. Oh. Uh, I don't think I do. Oh, I do. Oh, you do. Yeah. Oh. There you go. <clears throat> so I guess well, we've got to do Drake, haven't we? Yeah. Got to add him in there. Uh, then let's do. Who else? Should we just do the ones that he knows anyway? What? We, like Rihanna and Lizzo. Um. So you did Drake. Do Drake, Kanye, and um. Stormzy. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, I think I've got that. So I think it would be gig with Stormzy because he brings so much energy. I think, you know, that would be, yeah, he just brings so much energy to the crowd. And I've, I've, seen, I've watched quite a few of his performances, actually. I always end up like, you know, on YouTube when you watch like a festival back, I always yeah. end up watching his. Um, I think I'd ch I've chosen to write with Kanye because, yeah, he does seem a bit batshit crazy, but I feel like it'd be so interesting yeah. to write with that sort of person mm -hmm. and see into his sort of mind and because don't get me wrong I don't really like some of his new tunes not because of like the but just like the production I'm not really a fan of some of his new stuff um, but I think it'd be in very interesting to write with him he's a crazy character yeah mm -hmm. and I, but I think it'd be cool to see what you could come up with or what I could hopefully influence on him and say like why don't you try this style because mm. his voice and that is crazy and his lyrics are crazy and I think putting him on some other sort of beats like songs would just go mad like if he produced like a a pop beat now with like I th it'd go mad but I mm. think just because his stuff is a bit very niche so yeah and then obviously World Tour with Drake I think Drake like party animal he's just the thing I like about him as well like he's like he says it in some of his songs like he's just classy like when he's in one of his songs he's like my summer diet's rosé and calamari and I just love that like that is just sick like so yeah I think yeah he'd be just cool to go on tour with and party with and, and see life with and I think he's also got so much knowledge that I'd want to that I'd want to gain from him you know like Jack Harlow's been saying um, since he's been collaborating with him like he always knew in one of his songs he's like he always knew me and him would get along but it's hard to crack jokes when you just want advice is one mm. of the lyrics and it's like yeah, I'd want to take so much advice but if I, got, if I have a world tour get loads of advice and just have fun and just become mates and imagine being best mates with Jake like that would be cool would be pretty cool and you would become mates wouldn't you if you spent all that yeah, amount 100%. of time with them even though you hate each other well yeah do you know what I mean that would be gutting yeah they say never Drake meet your hero yeah, yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> never meet your hero that's, that's true as well what? Wouldn't be cool. Don't meet your heroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a saying, isn't it? It is yeah. a saying. Right? No, my, my, me, my, my partner's on film and TV set, so he meets people all the time, like big actors and oh, stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. And you, some get, like, did you get some not what you thought they would be? Yeah. yeah. And then there's some actors that are exactly what they're like yeah. on camera. Yeah. Which is kind of weird in a way, because then it's like, well, acting or <laughs> the yeah. same? It would just become, they're method <laughs> actors. It just becomes <laughs> part of them. Or, or it could be that, yeah. I yeah, think it's interesting. We had a, I've spoken about this before. I feel like it doesn't take anything just to be nice, to be kind to people. Yeah. Like I used to be a runner. When I first started out in media, I was a runner making people's tea and coffee yeah. and stuff. 
And it's like, you know, you just, the night, the people that were nice to you, the, the people that you, you remember. remember. Yeah. It's, it's, that's the thing. Yeah. Well, speaking about that, the Adrian, the other way around, he told Sylvester Stallone to move out his way because he was moving some track into, sh into the shop, but he had a stand in there just before. Oh, really? And then the stand in disappeared. Sylvester swapped in. <laughs> He's like, then, get out of the way, And mate. then he was like, oh yeah, move out of the way. And he and turned was, around and it was actually him. Sorry, mate, fucking sorry. Rocky. But, sorry, but sorry. The, but the hilarious oh, thing was, is literally like the day before he was like, oh yeah, yeah, he's going to be on set tomorrow. It'll be he like cool gassed, to see him. And, and then he told him to him. move. The best bit about this is her boyfriend's called Adrian. <laughs> right. right. So he Adrian. should have said, <laughs> he should have said, oh, Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> that is jokes. Oh, I love that. Uh, Go back to Kanye. I think he's out. Mm -hmm. When I first started driving, College Dropout was the album. Oh, mate. Yeah, massive that album. That was the album when I first started driving. And I think that when I listened to that, I quite like Twister for a little while. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anything from Twister since. Yeah. But I was, yeah, they were like the tracks. And also on one of Twister's out. So when I, I'm a proper Essex boy when I was 17, right? I used to have a subwoofer <laughs> yeah. in my car. Oh, no. Mate, I loved it. That's but, so South End, that is. Yeah, Chumpsford it was at the time. Oh. But it was like, it is proper South End though. Yeah. But we, uh, yeah, I used to have a subwoofer and like, yeah, my, like, my speakers and my six by nines in the back. And, but that's, I can't remember what fucking song it was. Like one of the first tracks on the Twister album and it was literally so heavy bass wise Basie. that you could hear like you could hear me coming down the road it was ridiculous oh, yeah. but yeah I was a dickhead <laughs> what car did you have? Fiat Punto oh no, <laughs> no. no. oh man what colour was it? that was black Okay. It was black. It wasn't like yellow or something. No, <laughs> something like you know. It was black. It was nice. It was like a nice first car, but I ragged it to absolute yeah. shit. I remember driving like an absolute yeah, in it, yeah. and to the point where when I uh, same. When what I, was your first car? Um, I had a. This is such a like a fuckboy SX car. It was a Vauxhall Corsa Turbo Limited Edition black one. There you go. Both black. Both black. I think it's just I've always liked black cars. Like it's always been so. I don't know. I just yeah I'll, yeah. My it car now is. <laughs> well yeah but yeah probably stupid. I always thought I don't know. I just like the color black. I'd rather have a black car than a white car because we had a white yeah. car like growing white up. Car as well. We had a white car growing up and it was always dirty. So, yeah. so I always just think black's just better. Yeah, who knows? That's what I think. But yeah, I used to have my <laughs> subwoofer in the back. But I, cr I didn't crash that one. But it, like, I ripped the ins basically ripped the insides of it because I just used to rag it everywhere. Oh, no. What do you mean you ripped the insides? You I don't so rip it off. Yeah. It just like ripped off. I think I used to drive it in, like, in such a way, in such a dickhead way that I basically it broke up. it yeah yeah i think yeah, this was happened much. to mine my engine so now you did well there was that. no oil in the the oil pump had like broke somehow but no one ever knew so there was just like no oil left in my engine and i was driving back to nottingham like halfway there near cambridge started just going 70 60 50 40 oh, had to pull over nice. like 200 quid tow back to essex which was rough and they were like yeah it's two grand fix and i was like rah oil is the one thing that kills first cars yeah. and then it kills the first car and then you don't do it again no <laughs> yeah no, i've never been very good with cars though I'm not. I'm just not good. I'm How just, many cars have you had in your life? Quite a few because I used to get um, <laughs> only because I used to get like sounds a bit knobby. But I used to get like company cars quite oh, a lot. So I used okay. to get. I used to work on site quite a lot. As I've like you know I've always I've worked not always but I've worked in construction for a few years. I've stopped working in media because the hours and I sort of wanted to be home more for the kids and stuff. So I got into construction. And that's what I've always been able to pretty much be home for dinner, which is the reason why I've done it. But I used to go to site quite a lot. So when I was going around the country, going on site, I used to get like company cars and trucks and stuff. So it was like, I always sort of had that. And um, now I've just got a, like a, you know, 
Family car. Yeah. <laughs> family car's got family air conditioning. Car. It's like, nice. do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. need anything. No. To it gets me here every week. What's your dream car? Dream car. It always was. So when I went to LA when I was like 13, I'd never even seen like a Ford Mustang, like a new one, mm. like not the GT ones. And I saw them everywhere out there. So I was like, bosh, that. <laughs> um, so that was that for a while. But I think <clears> now, I love the Aston Martins, to be fair, or like mm. a Maserati. Um, but I think, I even think I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't want anything too flash. If I ever got big and got really rich, like I wouldn't want anything like too sort of flash. Like once I can still drive around it, just not be like, oh, there's Charlie, there's Charlie, do you know what I mean? So, so you're not going to have Charlie Baker as a number plate? Oh, maybe Baker one, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I knew know. it. <laughs> you're not going to do Ingala Conte and have like a, a mini forever. Has he got a mini still? He did. Well, I don't know if he has now, but he did have for ages, didn't he? Yeah. he, said he oh, to, yeah. He like, like yeah, a he gave... tape holding the mirror on. Yeah. He was, hu- yeah, he's humble, that guy. I, I, you didn't ask me, but I'm going to tell you. I would want to have like, a, v- a VW well. camper. That's what oh, I want. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah, that's what I'd love to have. That and then have like a decent bike rack on the back and yeah, have that. We did stay in one. There's a place that you can rent them from. And we had one a couple of years ago. And for a family of four, it didn't quite work. But for me to <laughs> fuck off for a weekend, it'd be quite cool. Well, no one's asked me, but I want a pink. Hang on, I didn't finish. <laughs> I want a pink Jeep, so. Yeah, Jeep. you know what? Yeah, Jeep baby are, pink the, Barbie Jeep. The Jeeps are sick. The ones with like the roof come down the back. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah. are actually sick. Like my car. They are so cool. My uh, my Bash dad's Bama mate Jeeps. had one in, where cause he lives in South France. It's always hot. So he had one, which was sick. So Nice. Yeah. I'll send you a picture. My daughter's got a pink Barbie car that she plays with. I'll send you a picture of it because it's pretty much what you exactly want. You said it matches your boots as well. Is that what you just said? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> from, from last week or yeah. the week before. The week before. I actually had a Barbie car as a child and Adrian was very, very jealous because I, it was one of those that you like plug in, you whatever, and then you sit in it and you drive it. Oh, you drive it, it around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had one. Adrian was like, I always wanted that as a kid. Yeah, that is cool to get the little like remote control car, but you just drive it. Yeah. But yeah, you just you literally have foot on pedal and you can drive it. I would have loved that as a kid. Yeah. I used to get. I used to have a go kart that you had to pedal. Oh no, that's, the, pe- that's the peasant uh, way. Pedal. Peasants. Yeah, I didn't have money growing up. <laughs> <laughs> like if we had, yeah, I had a, I had a go kart with yeah pedal. It's like yeah, I used to love it. I used to race it round my little. <laughs> <laughs> I did go karting for a while after that, actually. I've done all right. Anyway, <laughs> right. Could you uh, tell... Oh, I was going to ask you, you, with the amount of tracks that you've got in the pipeline, have you yeah. got like an EP that you're thinking of doing it or an album? Yeah, I think, I think I would possibly release an EP. I think I was waiting because I wanted to wait until I'd possibly got a bit more exposure and just waiting until... Just a few more people heard it because if I... Uh, I wanna if I'm putting that much time and effort in and, and p- putting like some of my favourite tracks out, like you said about that, like whoever you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I don't want to just give everything straight away. Yeah. And I want to put it out when there's a bit more, just people involved and a bit more people listen. I've got a bigger team, um, so I think I'm gonna carry on with singles for now. But yeah, maybe after the next two singles, I'll definitely think about an EP. I think at the moment I'm just as well trialing a few producers, trialing like also trying to like find my like lane of sound. And I think I'd want the EP to all. Not sound similar, but like so yeah, people yeah. know what they're getting, sort of thing. I'm definitely, if I do an EP, gonna do like a full rap track as well. Like the first video I ever uploaded to YouTube was me like doing my own freestyle. It's, it's my my boys call it like the first ever song, like Coke and Rum. Um, and yes, yeah, but it, it got like a thousand views, and I had like no subscribers or anything. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, everyone, everyone seemed to like it. So I think, yeah, definitely want to do a rap track uh, on the EP just to show what I can do. And yeah. And yeah. Bit so, of variety, yeah. Like a little bit of lo-fi rap, or yeah, it'd be like a more chilled one, like yeah, not like a 
yeah, 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 like grime, grime, grime. It won't be like that. It would be more of like a chilled, like because that's how they do like, it. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> that's, like, that's actually from Stormzy's song. Yeah, oh, is it? <laughs> grime, grime, grime. What about events and that? Because you said obviously you've been doing a bit of gigging. Obviously, I saw you yeah. in the uh, just before the summer and stuff. What, what have you got any events planned? Um, so I am actually supporting Casa Jackson on one of her tours in Sheffield, October the sixth, I believe. Nice. Um, and she just went on tour with JLS, which is cool. Wow. Mm. Yeah, so that'll be, I'm hoping that'll be really good to like, because all she she has quite a solid fan base, and, fan base. So I'm hoping to gain a few fans. I think that's my next sort of step, like gain, because a lot of my friends and my family come to gigs and I've got like a few people who, but to gain like an actual following of people who actually want to like listen to my music yeah. and come to all my gigs. And what are you going to call them? The Baker. I heard you say earlier, the, the ba Bakers. Or what the, did the you ba yeah, the Baker Girls. <laughs> oh, the Baker, yeah, the Baker, Baker Girls. Girls. Sounds Char like in Greece or Charlie's something. Angels, maybe. Charlie's uh, Angels. Uh, has that not been done yet? Not sure, but I, I, then that excludes, excludes the fellas, but... Not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> not all of them, but... Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to think of a name. I'd love to do some like merch and stuff, but I think if I did merch, I'd... Probably everyone says this, but if I did merch, it'd be like cool merch. It wouldn't just be like Charlie Baker. Like I'd actually make like t-shirts that people would wear and like they're cool design. So I really like fashion and that as well. Like I'm into that sort of thing as well. So yeah, it'd be like cool, cool merch that I'd take to gigs and that. Maybe do something like random, like instead of t-shirts and stuff, like, I don't know, maybe like Charlie Baker bottle opener or something. I don't know. Like, bottle opener. I don't know, it's something cool. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> could you tell everyone where they can find you on the socials, YouTube, Spotify, yes. all that stuff? Yes, I've been spinning the wrong car. I keep looking at that one, but it's actually that one I need to look at. So, uh, yes, Instagram is charliebaker.underscore, YouTube is charliebaker, TikTok is charliebaker00, and Facebook is charliebaker music. I think that's everything. I hope you had your pen out. <laughs> yeah, get your pens out. They'll be in the description below, and it would have flashed up with your Instagram handle. At some point um, during yeah. this anyway. So, Lizzie, where can people find you? Yep, find my website, which is lizzyremain.co.uk, L-I-Z-Z-I-E-R-I-M-A-I-N. And that's got everything on there that you need to know. Cool. And I'm Matt underscore Wary on the socials, as you guys know. Also, if you're an unsigned band or artist, you can go to our website, unsignedmusic.uk, to upload your tracks. Also, as you know, we've got Future Hits running as well. That website is futurehits.co.uk. Uh, you can also ask your Alexa to enable the Future Hits skill. You can listen to emerging artists 24-7. Go on our Patreon because there's loads of stuff on there. And also, like I mentioned in the first bit, the events that we had at Chelmsford and South End, uh, all of the videos from that are going to be going live on YouTube on the 31st of July. So make sure you watch those, like and subscribe, all that stuff. Charlie, thank you very much for coming in, thank mate. Thank you very much for having me. I've very much enjoyed it. Lizzie, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you, Manish. Thank hey. you. Uh, have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you all next time. The Unsigned Podcast.